Welcome to IdeaGen TV and the Global Leadership Summit. Today, I am ecstatic to have with us Gretchen O'Hara, Vice President for Worldwide Alliances and Channels at Splunk. Gretchen, welcome. Thank you. Thank you so much. You know, I love your title. I love your title because you're uniquely situated and experienced to have that title. Does that make sense? I mean, you deserve that title. <laughs> oh, I appreciate that. I appreciate that. Works a lot, a long time to continue to, to hold on to that title. So thanks. Thanks, George. That's right. Not many people can actually take on that title because you've earned it with your experience and hard work. So congratulations. Incredible work that you're doing already at Splunk. And I'd like for you to just display and describe to our audience globally here, what is it that you're doing at Splunk? Yeah, so basically, as the channel chief of Splunk, I'm really responsible for evolving Splunk's channel strategy, our ecosystem, improving our customer and partner experiences, and really scaling Splunk solutions to support our customers operating in a distributed, hybrid, and multi-cloud world. And so I oversee the company's channel operations strategy and manage the company's relationships with over 2,400 partners globally around the world. And so when I look at Splunk, there's just an incredible opportunity to see this combination of mission critical products, as well as the people and the culture and the market potential. And so that combination and next wave of transformation, I think, is incredibly important for our customers to succeed in this distributed cloud world. And I'm so honored to be able to have the opportunity to lead and deliver that on behalf of, of Splunk. So very excited to, to work with all of the channel ecosystem, partners, public and private sector, and really bringing co-innovation, teamwork, and data-driven outcomes to our joint customers and mutual success. Well, Gretchen, that just about says it all in terms of the way you're bringing it all together. It's just incredibly exciting. And I'd like to ask you a little bit about leadership and more specifically about your leadership style. How would you describe that style? Yeah, I would say for me, um, this is something that's been really important over, you know, the 25 plus years of leadership and counting. The first I will just say is you don't have to manage people, a team and organization to be a leader. You There's leader in all of us. And for me, that leadership principle is around being an empathetic people leader. I believe that if you can tap really into the top talent and really nurture essentially, you know, sort of superpowers essentially of everybody, you have the opportunity to really empower and unlock incredible ideas and opportunities to solve some of the world's most challenging problems. And that essentially ties into our discussion today around United Nations Sustainable Development Goals. And so I think like for me, empowering people and I think looking holistically at the opportunity and connecting those dots is a really important, better together approach that I always try to bring to my leadership in working with everyone. It takes a village. And I think the opportunity for us to do more together helps us scale um, you know, as a company in the industry and certainly across the globe. Um, the other thing I will say from my leadership style is I really am passionate about promoting um, women in STEM, diversity. And in fact, I co-founded um, an organization called Women in Cloud, really taking uh, action with global leaders to build 1 billion of access 
uh, an opportunity by 2030. And so at the end of the day, I want to solve big problems. I want to connect the dots and empower people and then ultimately bring good back into the world. And we can do good business and we can do good things together. And I think those things are interchangeable. And here we are. That's right. Here we are. And so as a leader, you have a team and you're, you're, you're focused on being a servant leader, right? You, you've already said that everyone on the team is a leader, that, that everyone can be a leader. And so having that as your mantra, how do you empower your team to grow and achieve these incredible goals? Yeah. I think the first thing is understanding the talent and superpowers of every individual. And I think I really believe in the power of people and that everybody has a unique skill or capability that they can bring to the table. And when you can find that strength and tap into the potential of that person, great things happen. And I think sometimes, you know, we, we put people in the wrong thing, the wrong place. How do we optimize right size and power to get everybody to do their best work? That's tapping into everyone's best talent. And then once we start with that, then it really becomes how do we change um, the opportunity to be in this sort of um, know-it-all and saying how we're going to go get something done to being a learn it all and like let's learn together let's ask a lot of questions and let's be open and open-minded around the journey of our growth to make sure that one um we're doing the, the the right things we're learning from each other and we never have this mantra where i've done it before or i know how to do it being open-minded with open questions and having that growth mindset i think really sets you up for ongoing transformation change and an opportunity ahead and when you have the people and you have, I would say, sort of the environment and culture of a learn-it-all culture, then it's about how do you achieve those goals? And that's painting a vision and a set of big but achievable goals and then painting the roadmap and connecting the dots to how you're going to get there. So essentially for me, it's the people and the talent. It's connecting in essentially into like what is possible and then setting the path for achievement. And then everybody sort of is successful along the journey. Which is exactly the leadership definition that, that you embody. And that's just remarkable. I'd like to shift just a bit to the notion of who you've looked up to. There's you know this moniker that, that I believe, and I think it's extremely true, that we all stand, as they say, on the shoulders of giants. Yes. And who are some of those giants that you today stand on the shoulders of? Well, I mean, you know, certainly there's lots of famous leaders that we all aspire and, and learn from and read about. And, and certainly I think that's important. But personally, for me, there's a few that I think I'll just share with the audience. That I think have really sort of fundamentally helped expand the way that I think about leadership. Um, Satya Nadella, who's the CEO of Microsoft, really instituted both the importance of culture and the importance of a growth mindset. And I think that's one of the things where when you want to be competitive and get things done and ultimately help achieve goals, you have to do that with that growth mindset mentality. Um, the second leader for me is a woman named Kate Johnson. She's a CEO of Lumen. 
Um, she is an incredible leader around transformational leadership. And the reality is that, you know, things change and shifting sands um, are going to occur. Things do not stand still in this market. Um, they move at a rapid pace. And so how do you embrace that transformation and how do you bring people along and change management along that journey? And I think, you know, making sure you don't leave anyone behind and that you are able to support people through multiple transformations, I think is a great, great lesson. And then the last person, I think, for me, as an individual named uh, David Willis, uh, he serves on many boards in the technology industry, but he is ultimately a people leader. And when you think about empowering people, and, and George, when we just talked about like what, what does that look like, empowering people and what's possible, Dave Willis sort of leads the, the pack around that. And so I've had a really fortunate experience to look at how to think about culture, how to drive growth mindset, how to tap into talent and people, and then how to make change and make change for the better. And, and those are all great skill sets that I've had the opportunity from a leadership to really look up to and continue to, to learn and grow myself every day. Well, what I love about what you just said is I've had the privilege and, and the incredible honor to have met all three of those people. <laughs> you have. I thought you might. Well, yeah, exactly. I, I exactly. have to tell you that it's remarkable, remarkable for them, really, to, to the notion that they've made such an impact, that the people, that, that one individual can impact the trajectory of a person's life, their career, their life, personal, professional is really remarkable. You know, at the UN recently, we had um, Dr. Deepak Chopra. And uh, yes. I was chatting with someone on our board and I mentioned Deepak was there and he said, my gosh, Deepak changed my life. Right. Uh, you know, he met him early on in college or, you know, something to that effect. And it had, it fundamentally changed this gentleman's trajectory on the way and the direction that he was going to have in, in his career and his personal life. So, these individuals, uh, for me, as you know, Congressman Lewis Stokes and so many others have impacted um, the way uh, you know leaders should 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 be should should embody that kindness, that empathy, all of that. Absolutely. So, okay. Yeah. Go ahead, George. Oh, please. Well, and I think you know the the point you're sort of making is that leaders come in all shapes and sizes. They're sort of the the great all the all the way down to maybe it's somebody that's influenced you as you're growing up as a as a coach or a teacher or you know someone important in your life. So I just encourage when I think about like who I've looked up to, there's so many. I think the lesson you know here for for all of us is don't you know don't shy away from people that you can glean inside and, and, and leadership skills from, because they come in all shapes and sizes. Such a great point, such a great point. And, I, and I'd like to shift just a bit to leadership as it relates to the global goals of the United Nations. As we've talked so many times about those 193 member states that came together. And this is, as someone mentioned in an interview to me yesterday, this is ironically the midterm, not in Washington fashion, this is the midterm of achieving the global goals. We, we, in September of 2015, these 193 member states agreed unanimously to these 17 global goals. Here we are today, seven and a half years later, just about, hence the midterms uh, moniker. And we're looking now at the midpoint. And Splunk just released the 2022 Global Impact Report. Yes. which outlines your extensive efforts in social impact, in ethical and inclusive growth, 
in data responsibility and environmental responsibility. Gretchen, how do Splunk's commitments lend to helping with achieving the global goals of the United Nations? Yeah, I, I'm very, very proud of this report. And I think it sets the path for every company to be able to do and have their responsibility to support essentially the 17 sustainable goals. When you mapped out the four areas that we just talked about, if you think about it, those four areas actually encompass most of the 17 global goals as they stand today. And it's just really exciting to work for a company that really truly believes in making that difference and harnessing the power of data for good and good at a, at a, global, a global level. The other thing I think to your point in terms of how we're using this to continue to drive our commitment to, to the SDGs is that we take a very purposeful look at expanding the strength of our products, our people, and our values, and then really contributing the combination of our partner ecosystem, our product capabilities, and our culture and our values to build a more resilient world and to be in a place that's more equitable use of data um, across the global goals landscape. And we know for a fact that data is going to drive many of the decisions and the insights that we need to get better uh, as, a, as a global uh, entity. And so this is one of the things that we really, really focus on. I also think the last thing when we think about our social impact report is that, um, you know, Splunk recognizes that there is a very important role to play in our ESG agenda. And so we want to make sure that everything from our procurement activities in, into all the way building out into the communities for a more sustainable value chain is important. And so I think one of the things that I'm most proud of is we don't just think about SDG in sort of one light or one piece. We try and build essentially the roadmap to think holistically about, um, you know, really addressing that all up. And I think that's a, a good approach. Well, what a phenomenal approach to helping to connect the dots here um, as we are at this midterm, which is phenomenal when you think about it. I mean, 2015 seems as though it were yesterday. Uh, 2020 seems like even <laughs> this morning, <laughs> now here we are. Mm -hmm literally looking at approximately seven and a half years to 2030, already having achieved 8 billion in global population. So lots to do. Splunk is leading the way with your efforts as well, of course, in your leadership. And I'd like to ask you, how can our global audience find out more about the work that you're doing? And also, what is your call to action to the millions of people that will see this interview? Well, first of all, I would say if you haven't had a chance to go read that report, just go to Splunk.com. I really encourage everyone to understand how you're using data to really bridge this data divide and really help essentially address the um, SDG goals. And then secondly, I would say, you know, one of the things that I continue to talk about when we talk, George, and, and certainly as I uh, make myself uh, available around the world, is that everybody has the opportunity to be a leader. Kind of goes back to my point is 
leaders come in all shapes and sizes. Leaders don't have to be people that are managing organizations or a team or people. They're just leaders that are making a difference. And so everyone has that opportunity to do their part, whether that's small or large, be a voice um, or a platform for influence. How do you affect change? Just rolling up your sleeves and sort of taking that first step to be able to do that work, I think, is an incredible first start in making that action. And, you know, recently, um, one of the things that I think many times we always get overwhelmed with, and you just mentioned it, we have a long ways to go. We're at the midterm and so much more to do. It's daunting. And, you know, are we really making improvements? Are we really making a difference? And I think sometimes we can get over it gets overwhelming and thus then you get paralysis on not moving forward. And I would just encourage every employee, every individual, whether you're working at a company or you're just in, in your own personal lives, what can you do to contribute to sustainability strategy? How do you put that plan in place? And then just start small and taking those steps that will add up that ripple effect into something that's quite a tidal wave. And I think everyone doing their part will make incredible change and we will get there eventually in our 2030 agenda. Gretchen O'Hara, Vice President, Channels and Alliances at Splunk. Can't thank you enough for your leadership, your inspiration and the impact you're making to change the world. Thank you so very much. Thank you so much.